find another thing about the Jews. Sorry, what? <laughs> you were talking about juice. Yeah. Uh, I kind of grew up on Mott's and stuff, but really, mm. my heart is with Welch's. Welch's is. It's like the standard, I would say. I don't know if it's necessarily good, but I just don't. I'm not as much of a juice snob. I'm not enough of a juice snob to tell the difference between a good juice and a bad juice. Do you know how I know you're not? Because I'm pretty sure Mott's only does apple and Welch's only does grape. Welch's has to have more things than grape. They've got like white grape. (laughs) That's white grapes. uh, Wait, what was that? A grape. (laughs) White. (laughs) Grape. (laughs) I mean, they honestly might have overlap, but like every time I see Mott's, it's like apple juice, applesauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's maybe they do apples. I don't know. <laughs> they just sell apples individual, just like okay, a stick right. on it. Like this is us. This they sell it us. as like a make your own applesauce <laughs> thing. It's, a, it's, it's apples and <laughs> DIY a applesauce kit. <laughs> yeah, they upcharge you for like a, an an apple. And what tool would they give you? Yeah, I think some sort of mallet. Mallet seems mallet. most likely. Yeah. Although that's the problem with applesauce is you really don't want skins in there. It's not like orange juice where it's like pulp, no pulp. It's no, pretty. No, 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 accept- no, no. Let's pause there. It's no pulp. Yeah, I mean, it's orange juice. It's not orange juice. Oops. And we forgot some things. Right. It's but juice. Like, I want the liquid. Orange juice is basically entirely fake at this point. Anyways, it's like we extracted the oil of an orange and then we used it to make a flavor. And we injected this into the bottle, and that's orange juice now. Are you, like, shitting on Crystal Light lemonade or anything else? <laughs> I don't care. Don't give me chunks in my stuff. Yeah. I mean, it does make it, it does at least make it closer to actually having the properties of an orange, if there is some literal physical orange in there. Instead watch, of, watch like, the alchemical essence too. of orange <laughs> reconstituted. They're actually, like, very tiny, like, spiders and cobwebs that they just got. They're like, uh, uh, here, here. This will be the new pulp. Yeah, that doesn't. Would sound you good. know? I don't like oh, that no. actually. No, <laughs> I don't think I'm a fan of that. But what I am a fan of is starting the episode. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? I didn't know we were recording. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, thankfully, I think I'm okay. Pennsylvania is. It actually is a two-party state, so I can't. That doesn't work. <laughs> but maybe, maybe the website, maybe Zencaster somewhere else. What? I don't oh, think that's the, the way the, the law works. Two-party recording policy. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm I pretty sure two people that. have to be aware in Pennsylvania. I don't know. That's not. I'm not going to fact check myself for actual, real life, meaningful facts on our video game podcast. That would be pointless. Also, a heads up, if you're listening currently and you were a guest previously, you were recorded. <laughs> right. Oh, should we have told those people? <laughs> At least with Zoom, they say, hey, we're about to start the recording. We're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is good. You get like in, in Teams, you get a little pop up that's like, we're now being recorded. If you're in this meeting, you consent. If you don't consent, leave right now. <laughs> I like how it's like the very casual way of like, all right, no more jokes or you're like making fun of the boss. It's just like mm-hmm. that side is like, it's professional time. You're like, okay. Yeah, right. I had a question about something that we discussed earlier. <laughs> Could you elaborate further? Thank you. It, it is I, businessman. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's, I don't want to say it's fun, but I feel like it's, it's easy to switch to that mode. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. like anytime I have correspondence with somebody, unless they're giving me like a little bit of flack, in which case... I will treat you like you owe me and you've owed me money for like three years type thing. I'm like, right. where the fuck's the thing? Um, <laughs> it's nice to be like, oh, hey, so I had a quick question about this. And you just go into like the spiel like you're doing sales work. Yeah, you just you just turn it on, run with it. It's a good skill to have, honestly, um, being able to portray a persona that's different from your true self. Um, I just do it every time I go outside and talk to people. It's really easy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like grocery store type stuff has kind of a similar feel Mm -hmm. where like you exchange like minimal pleasantries. Right. You, you, you raise your, your effort level to like societal acceptable minimum. And I mean, 
I that sounds like a negative thing to say that, but a lot of people never learn the skill of raising their effort level to a society, societal acceptable minimum. Yeah. So you're actually doing all right if you hit if you hit the baseline. That's enough to keep people off the off the trail. I've actually hit the point where at the grocery store, I don't want the interaction if I'm in line, mm-hmm. but I expect it. Gotcha. What so, kind of interaction do you get in a grocery store in line? Well, I mean, like the checkout. Oh, the checkout. Hey, did you find everything yeah. you're looking for? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, do you have a bonus card? No. Um, like, <laughs> well, just like the true answer. Like that. If they ask you, did you find everything you're looking for? You say, well, I did now. And then finger guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While making the clicking noise through your mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the only acceptable answer, I think. I really wish that like with the whole pandemic that uh, there was more eyebrow communication, mm, but mm-hmm. like I did not practice at all. Yeah. I think there has been like a little bit of that though. And like people became more cognizant of each other's eyes. I think just looking you know, like for facial expression. Like yeah. Sure. Like you, cause there's the expression, you know, like smile with your eyes, a smile that doesn't reach you know, the serial killer thing, smile that doesn't reach his eyes. Um, but uh, it became much more obvious, I think, when interacting with strangers that were wearing masks. You went to the eyes for what their uh, facial expression was. Whereas, like, before, there's, like, a full group of people who will watch mouths instead of eyes. Um, and they basically were cut out entirely of having that avenue of interpreting people. I'm not trying to think about what I look for for like facial cues. Right. It's pretty, it's, it's coded early, right? I feel like mouse, like the easiest one to see it's right in the middle of the face, Mm -hmm. takes up a decent portion of the face. And then the eyes is like the, the accent on it. Cause you can smile, but like if the eyes are like, Oh, that's a fake smile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can kind of make yourself crazy about it. Like right now I'm looking at you on the webcam and I'm like, okay, so I'm kind of averaging. I like let my eyes go a little out of focus, but I think I mostly get eyes to like centered nose is where like, that's where my vision sets when I'm looking at you. I thought you were saying you get, you get uh, emotions through my nose. I'm like, mm, right. that's a little on the, <laughs> the very emotive the... nose. I don't know if anyone's ever <laughs> told the, you this. On the Jew jokes that we made earlier. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> juice, juice jokes. <laughs> juice jokes. Uh-huh. Uh, we need to stop. <laughs> we need to get more juice. <laughs> juice. <laughs> yeah. Schindler's grocery list. All right, I'm done. Oh. <laughs> uh... That one's actually a good one, though. If you were to make a, if you were going to have a Jewish joke, having it be something around Schindler's List, non-destructive. Well, yeah, it's that's actually one of the better ones because it was the hopeful story. Yeah, people don't. A lot of people don't realize that um, the world actually was black and white back then, except for one girl in a red dress. Um, I actually don't remember that part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was the thing. It was because he was focusing on her and she was like um she vanished or was captured or was lost or something like that. Um but that was the color. That mm-hmm. was like the thing that he noticed. And so they literally represented that in the film as being like the rest of the world is black and white. Um but here's that's one the of those one things thing. were like, oh, that's a really cool artistic direction for them to take for the storytelling medium. Mm-hmm. but later we'll find out they're like well, we could only afford like a couple drops of red ink on this thing. right <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a full silent hill thing later on you're like oh okay yeah it's just the movie's not that old i mean i guess it's i don't know how old it is but black and white was definitely very very uncommon by the time schindler's list was out uh, 1993 do we, <laughs> do we have a tangent away from this movie <laughs> no no I, was, I figured we'd just talk about it for a bit um hmm who is your favorite key grip on that set? Key grip? I don't know what that means. Key grip somebody who holds the boom mic. Oh. Hmm. I've got no your key grip. You got your best boy. I'm just making up things that I saw in the <laughs> credits. Ah, gotcha. Okay. I didn't realize you were like pulling this from any place. Thing. Best boy? Yeah. It's not best. It's best. 
No, it's Best Boy. Oh, Best Boy. Okay. It's they like have best some really man, weird names but... like Gaffer, Best Boy, Key Grip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm have to look up what these are at some point, but like I, I treat it as like a little fantasy land. I'm like, these are funny names. I assume best boy is just if you need a best man, but all of your friends are children for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Comes up I'm as fine. like, you know, I usually like to have like kids bring mm-hmm. up like the range, like, oh, that's sweet. It's like so and so's nephew or. The kid they had at a wedlock, or like whatever it is, yeah, and then uh-huh. it comes up with the ring. He's like, "Here you go, bro." And it gives him a fist bump, and then stands next to him, like, "Oh shit, that's the guy." <laughs> yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> the ring bearer slash best man or best boy. Uh, what have you been playing recently? Have you played games here and there? Uh, did pick up a little bit of Dota again. Mm-hmm. I saw you were playing that. We haven't played for like two months. Um, so I would occasionally like do some solos and then people started hopping on. So we've been doing some stuff. It's been fun to bullshit again. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I did. Does a that bit feel, of... does that feel like returning to nostalgia? Do you, do you like slide right back into it because of all of the hours you've spent in Dota? Or do you feel like this is a little foreign? It's a little hard for me to, to step back into this after two months. I feel like for me, like the broad sense of it, it's pretty easy to slide back in. Mm. But then as far as like a certain character's mechanics or timings of like when I should be doing things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, no, it's I'm there to just not feed and then see how it goes. You know, that's a pretty good baseline, though. If your whole team accomplishes the baseline of not feeding, you actually just win the game. So well, <laughs> it's. <laughs> Usually somebody does, and then I flame them for 30 minutes. I'm like, why am I getting reported for being right. toxic? And then the Valve's like, all right, this next ban is going to be for four months. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. No, it is. It's just fun to go back, but it's usually like, it is just shits and giggles. Occasionally, yeah. like, we'll hunker down and try. But usually mm-hmm. we need somebody to, like, rally. Like, Tony was pooping on people. So like he was like making the calls of like we got to go in now we're strong type thing. He's new hero, it's a seagull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I I get that. It's good to have like a. I think it's good to have like a poker night game, in a way, right? Like I get that more now that I'm a little bit older, um, and we've talked about this like comfort games recently. But I think just conceptualizing that within like what older generations did it's just like oh yeah poker night go out here's this social event happens once a week twice a week it's nice you get to hang out with your friends it's comfortable it's good to have we should do that outside of the podcast (laughs) (laughs) we should we should do it for the podcast easy content (laughs) easy content um you just oh, yeah. hear like Jake and I smoking cigars, me coughing frantically, being a, a deep-seated asthmatic. Mm. I was kind of, um, what is it, uh, siding up on your turf, I think the term is, because um, I did have a cough over the weekend. I was going to go to a social engagement, but I had like a cough that developed on Thursday, and it lasted through Friday, and I was like, ah, let's call in. I let them know I'm not going to make it. I did get tested, though, and it's not COVID. And it's kind of funny because all of the work calls I've been on since then, I like have to mute myself, lean over and cough visibly, you know, sometimes clutch my chest. Um, and then I unmute and say, it's not COVID. <laughs> I got tested. And I've used that like four times, probably in calls with the same people by this point. <laughs> I had what they called in the olden times, a cough. Yeah, it's just right. a cough. It's just because my body's garbage. That's That's the main reason. So you like hucking down cough drops, drinking some teas. I haven't actually treated it much yet. I probably should. It's just it doesn't feel like it's um it doesn't feel like it's a sickness so much as just like it's summer and like a moat of dust entered my lungs and never left. That's it's it's something minor, right? It's it's more so than never leaving. I was with you for like, yeah, allergies, seasonal stuff. I get it. And then oh. you're like, and then it stayed there and festered. I'm like, <laughs> fester is not a good medical word, <laughs> unless it's unless it's your uncle, old uncle Fester. <laughs> hey, what a class act! Yeah, uh, you gotta 
just have a swig of Dayquil mm-hmm. for like a couple of days, and just see where see where it gets you. <laughs> see where Drink it gets. more water. Yeah, I'm told it does help. Liquids do definitely help. I got a um a Boyland. This is black cherry from Ooh. from the uh, the pizza place nearby. Um. And yeah, that's it's really nice. I wish I could get this other places. We may have talked about it like two years ago. Doesn't count as like a hydrating beverage, I assume, since it's soda. But <laughs> you know, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's it's carbonated good. and has sugar. It's yeah. not great. Tastes no. good though. Oh yes, it's very good. I wish I could get them kind of in bulk, but instead I just continue to accumulate crates of. Uh, lemon rain <laughs> energy drinks. <laughs> I haven't done rain in a little bit. Yeah. But I still have like walked over to my local corner store to be like, I want little cake bites, protein mm-hmm. bites. Or, I don't know. Yeah. Beef jerky. <laughs> I think yeah. that's what they call them. <laughs> Give me the cake flavored beef jerky, please. <laughs> Teriyaki, then... smoked pepper, and cake. Yeah, what I don't want on beef jerky is frosting. I'm sorry. I'll let you finish your story. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Like a little Maybe bit of brown, brown sugar. sugar. Yeah. Brown sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody agrees on brown sugar. Yeah. It's the better sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'll usually grab like an energy drink. But right. I, since I've been doing more coffee in the morning, like if I grab an energy drink in the afternoon, I'm like super wired at three. I'm like, it's work too much. stuff. Ah! Yeah. And then my throat gets a little bit scratchy and it's just, eh, it tastes good. I like the carbonation. Yeah. But I know what were we talking about and diluting beverages or something, but um, I have on occasion done a little bit of that. I just want like water and then just like a pinch of flavor and I'm just like, energy drink. Cause there's like, if I get a 300, 400 milligram energy drink, there's no way that synergizes with coffee in a day in a way that Mm-mm. doesn't somehow destroy my body. Um, it's too much. Just get some energy meal. That's, I mean, that's probably not going to be like answer. enough caffeine. If you're, pound and four hundo but i mean the two four hundred is way too much right that's the that's the problem it's like if i drink it in the morning and then no coffee and i ate food throughout the day i might be okay but (laughs) i like coffee in the morning yeah i feel that i wouldn't when i was down in baltimore (laughs) Mm -hmm. i I travel Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. i got a thing from baltimore coffee it was just some coffee grounds and then when i came home and put it in my cabinet I put it next to another thing of Baltimore coffee and I'm like, what? <laughs> Apparently <laughs> I never used the other flavor as much as I thought. And it's still like a, a 99% full bag. That's so now good. I have the option between blueberry cream and raspberry. I mean, options are the spice of life or variety. I think is the spice of life is how it's supposed to be said. Yeah. I like spice. Yeah. Well, it must flow. That's all I know is that it must flow. <laughs> Um, Talkcast yeah. is kind of like a variety show, <laughs> right? So we have it's, a variety of topics that come out of thin air. Um, that's true. Sometimes we we basically touch on nothing um, that we actually plan to talk <laughs> Your about. Your Honor, <laughs> Your Honor, I basically touched on nothing. <laughs> Just that's <saying>. not <laughs> that's not the strongest uh, denial of guilt that I've ever heard, but we'll roll with it. <laughs> It, it wasn't so much a, a laying of hands as a hover hand. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> I, I'll have you know, Your Honor, I am a registered paladin. Oh, he's fine. Yeah, just let him go. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting some Reiki vibes from that guy. <laughs> Oof. Oof. That's my one good joke. Um, yeah. Do you know what Reiki is, by the way? No. <laughs> it just sounds oh. bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm now going to explain it. So I'm get, okay. getting myself out of this hole. Uh-huh. Reiki is like a spiritual energy healing. You can see me putting up my hands with like the air quotes. Yeah, he's doing the quotes. Um. But basically, it's you like run your hands over somebody. You don't actually touch them, but it's like ah, a transference okay. of energy. The blah blah, yeah. blah 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 blah, whatever the fuck. It's some new uh, agey shit. I saw but, that. I just I never knew there was a term for it. But I was going with the how how, how Reiki sounds. 
yes in that context yeah. with the there's, not actually touching and i was like ooh, ooh, it's there's so layers to it definitely yeah, layers to shit. it yeah don't play Pal- paladin i mean like they're just they're probably overpowered it's not worth it I remember play something interesting for the brief time i played dnd that uh landon was doing a paladin it's just all his roles were like i'm beheading this person i'm beheading <laughs> that person <laughs> yes that actually culminated um we had a one-off where he played another character and because someone was like we had two people i think or one person was unavailable mm-hmm. and i wanted to like wrap up a little side plot and the side plot was what happened to aoth some and so he ended up playing a different character they were all just fixed level different classes pick which one you want run with it um just to try something else out that's new and he did end up uh, in a boss fight with his old character, and um, he did decapitate his old character <laughs> to close the loop. And I, I will, I'll be entertained by this forever. So his new character is an even stronger Highlander, <laughs> <laughs> right? It was for the one-off. Those characters they weren't played after that because they were basically like B team mm-hmm. sort of. Um, but I do like little things like that. Um, I think when video games do it, it can be really jarring sometimes to switch character per, like perspective if you're not expecting that at all, if you're attached to one character. The Last but, of Us 2, tell me about it. Right? <laughs> but, uh, oh my gosh, that's a great segue. Sorry. I'm actually I, just going to use that. more of like single, small one-offs. Like, yeah. Do you mean like in, I don't want to say Sonic because that had more character switching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For some of the games. Are you talking about like for this segment, like Witcher type thing? Witcher does it. Like there's places where you play as um Siri. Oh yeah, yeah. Um but they mitigate that by making her overpowered, right? So it's like, okay, for this segment, you are God girl, go for it, you know. Um and I think that's basically how games have to do it. But in the tabletop sense, if you've been playing one character for literally months, it can be nice for one or two sessions. Just play somebody else for a bit. Step in some other shoes. Yeah. Or you just play a character with a split personality disorder and always be in someone else's shoes. <laughs> I don't know how you'd balance that. It's, then again, I yeah. wouldn't even know how to like role play as a single character. <laughs> That's fair. But I guess it helps if you go in with something in mind. Yeah. If you're like, this is who I want to be. And mm-hmm. you kind of build off that. And then maybe after a session, you're like, okay, maybe my character would do more something like this. Yeah. I think that's the right way to do it. Because you want like a hook, some identity thing in your backstory that's like, this is an interesting part of me and it informs what my character wants to do. You don't have to fill it all out, but just having something. And then figure out how you want to actually play them in the game itself. But I don't want to lose the segue. I'm actually going to turn this car around and go back to it. Um, I saw it off on the side there. You actually threw it out of the car. And I was like, no, we need that. And came back for it. Um, Last of Us 2 subreddit. We're, cu- we're kind of late on this news. A lot of people would already know oh, it. Oh, that's where you're going to But uh, yeah, they... Well, the subreddit is garbage. So... You know, quote me on that. Um, but that shouldn't surprise anyone, right? With a game that had any controversy. Uh, but they got... Um, they had their own controversy when one of their members claimed to be receiving death fr- threats from Girlfriend Reviews, which is a YouTube channel, um, from her community. And then they did, like, some detective sleuthing work and stuff like that and determined it was the same guy making the threats as it was the guy claiming claiming to receive the threats they receive the threats and i just i don't know the internet the internet you know how do you feel about that i feel like people are really shitty on the internet (laughs) i mean obviously it's due to like the anonymity of Mm -hmm. i disagree with something that you said or something that you did um what are you gonna do come and get me my name is yoshimitsu 57 call yeah. out to one friend who had that name on uh, aim but <laughs> he's dead now <laughs> i hope not <laughs> well no i mean you just you just uh you uh, angered yeah. someone on I, the I internet and yeah. Um, but yeah it's it's just like oh I, i'm entitled to do such and such so i will do it mm-hmm. but it's shitty people having an outlet 
Yeah. I mean, do you consider yourself a shitty person? Yeah, most of the time not, but sometimes. Do you find yourself being like more shitty because you're online? Like, let's say like in a game oh, okay. context, but like with public, or yeah. maybe some people we know. Um, mm-hmm. Like, do you find that's an easier thing because it's online versus like if you were in person playing like a board game? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I think that there's literally like research to back this up. Like I, I, I was going to say I wrote a paper. It wasn't an academic paper. It was for a writing class. And it was on like violence, violence in video games. And like this was probably a decade ago at this point. But um, I like had to look up like does playing violent games impact people's behavior? And it absolutely does. Um, and playing violent games like can make people temporarily more violent. Um, the people that it makes more violent for an extended period of time are people that have other issues and they shouldn't be playing violent video games because of that, but they have other issues. Um, so, you know, check your outrage, I guess. <laughs> uh, Cause like perfectly stable people don't play a violent video game and then go on a school shooting. Um, but when you're playing a video game like call of duty, it's easy to get like into it and remove yourself from real life for a second. You're invested in the game. And of course you're going to like in any sort of good immersive game, you're going to be more emotionally attached in the moment. And you know, there's a risk you could get angry or be upset or anything else like that. But I mean, in those cases, I would say like, I wish you would have done this or like worst case, like, Hey, fuck you. Right. Mm-hmm. And the game's done. I'm not looking up that person later, be like, Oh, they've, they've awoken the Kraken and yeah, like all right. this shit. Like, I don't know. I feel very detached from a lot of other things in society. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's just not my thing. It's not my space, whatever. So I don't understand when people are like hate tweeting or death threatening right. people who are just either successful at something, uh, just a woman in general, or mm-hmm. just like, oh, I make wholesome content, or like all three, right? Yeah, right. So like, I came on to Girlfriend Reviews fairly late, but I like their content a decent amount. I'm yeah. not watching every single episode, but but it's good. Yeah, it's, it's well edited. Nice. It's incredibly wholesome. It's just, it's very clean. <laughs> yeah, and like they have good memes and jokes and stuff i just watched mm-hmm. the one of like their e3 2019 where like they had like some guest youtubers on for like presenting stuff yeah and it was cute and nice and even if i didn't like that video and i watched for two minutes i would watch something else like yeah i think i think it definitely is like there there are there's a tier of people out there that are douchebags and they would be douchebags in real life but if you take them I mean, the internet is real life. We have this habit, I think. We grew up in differentiating the internet from real life, literally in terminology. But some people don't realize or they never really process that if you interact with a person on the internet, that is actually a person or an yeah. FBI agent, you know? Um, and like, so if they remove all the checks, people who have no societal douchebag filter just like max that bar out instantly they're like charisma is a dump stat wisdom is a dump stat <laughs> all Everyone my stats all are in. dump stats except yeah for right. <laughs> all in on rage <laughs> um, I, I will say like one sympathetic thought is i've definitely found myself frustrated and through caffeine or just how my brain works like riding that yeah of like this thing didn't get done and you just keep Mm -hmm. piling it on (laughs) and it's like i'm taking the whole day down with me yeah um rage against the machine where the machine is just people going about their day (laughs) around you (laughs) but honestly like i just need to like step away from something for a little bit yeah Mm -hmm. just fresh air walk have a snack and just be like, oh, this isn't the entirety of my world. This is a very small subset, and this sucks briefly. Okay. Yeah. There's, I've I've done this several times back when we I want to play Overwatch more, 
Uh, I would get really upset in like one particular game, quit without saying anything, walk away for a second, go to the fridge or whatever, contemplate life, walk back, sit down and like ask to be reinvited to the group. <laughs> like I, I've literally done it probably more than three times. Yeah, um, I remember. You got to remove yourself from the situation sometimes. And if you, the best is if you can do that without literally removing yourself from the situation, if you can mentally focus and be like, wait, I'm in the matrix, you know, <laughs> like I can, I can, I can bend spoons or perhaps not rage at people online. <laughs> um, wait, but wait, sometimes... it's the scene where he's eating the steak, but it's not a real mm-hmm. steak. It's not a real steak. Yeah, but some people, some people want to eat the steak, even if they know it's fake. It's they they would like the power to screw with people's lives online, and those are the ones you got to watch out for. I like messing with people very slightly if they're like they start off with like, "Hey, I'm a piece of shit," or we're like, mm-hmm. "Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank thank you for being upfront." <laughs> you think we won't make baby noises in chat because you're being a baby? We will. <laughs> It depends, like, if they're kind of, like, a whiny person and being shitty to their team, yeah. or if they're just, like, flat-out typing racist shit, mm-hmm. or in voice, uh, speaking racist shit. It's just like, all right, well, we're not going to engage, because you're not going to be helpful. You're just going to ruin it for everybody. Right. Um, but we will go out of our way to kill you in the game. That is for sure. Yeah. yeah, obviously. It is a game, and it does require a certain amount of not taking it seriously. It's just... Yeah. Remember you're dealing with people, right? And this is, I don't mean this is criticism to you. This is more to the original story of the person who's sending death threats and trying to cause problems. Like you're dealing with people golden rule it. You know, if you're dishing out some jokes and some criticism and you couldn't take it yourself, you're a douchebag. Maybe not in general, maybe not all the time, but in the moment you are a douchebag. If you're treating people worse than you want to be treated. There you go. And if you want to be treated horribly, don't treat people like you want to be treated. <laughs> <laughs> There's communities for this. <laughs> As, uh, the one guy's in a BDSM. He's like, well, logic checks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. But anyways, that's one of the news stories. Uh, anything else on here? Strike your fancy? I checked out a game called Elderborn. It's not even on this list. What's Elderborn? <laughs> Uh, it's something that I got while drunk is like five bucks on Steam. I uh-huh. think it's meant for VR. Um, maybe it doesn't have VR support, but it's like a first person souls like, as they said. Okay. I was going to say the name is literally Elden Ring plus Soulsborne. Uh, but if it's actually a souls like, that's a little on the nose. It's. There are checkpoints. Uh-huh. It's kind of a linear game overall, uh, and it's kind of fun a little bit because it's like got some heavy metal vibes going, with okay. the music, and you're like you're smacking stuff. But it it feels very clunky, like you're kind mm. of like weaving in and out of just like I'm gonna extend my hitbox and re- then receive my hurtbox. Right. And it's mm-hmm. mechanically, it's not. Eh. I refunded it after like an hour. Yeah, fun little exercise, but. Is it like a 2D platformer? You said it was like meant for VR. It's a first person thing. Hmm. Linear first person. Souls so like, experience. Weird. It has like some platforming and a lot more verticality. But That's it's not like, it's not huge. Yeah. Like it's not this big open thing. Mm-hmm. It's more so like tighter areas. But like it has traps, it has enemies. Um it I'm just not a doesn't fan. Feel great. A, a platforming in a first-person game, like That's fair. Warlock Jump. Hmm. <laughs> That's it. Just <laughs> Warlock. Warlock Jump. <laughs> you guys like know. platforming warlock in jump. a first-person game. Um, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound terribly compelling. I'm probably no, not going to pick that one up, especially since you've literally refunded it. <laughs> but that's fair. No, it's uh. It was just something I wanted to mention. That's what was interesting. That is fair. Um, we were talking about this a little bit before the episode. Um, and yeah, we can talk about it here. Uh, Grime is 
something coming out or it's is out. out? It came out two days ago, a day or two ago. It's been out. There's a game of the year edition <laughs> coming out. <laughs> um, and this one, so <laughs> to give Dave full credit here, I started to type it in Steam and it's like Grim Dawn. And I was like, that's also worth talking about, but no, Grime. Um, Dave mentioned to this one for me on Steam. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I probably didn't even say yeah. <laughs> and it took me literally until today to watch a trailer for it. But it has some really cool concepts. Like it's basically a Metroidvania, but your character, the combat is more actiony, sort of melee focused. Um, and your head is a black hole. It's full Metroidvania. Yeah. Like I think the combat is very much like Symphony of the Night or Bloodstained or Oh, that's fair, yeah. What was that other game that we never got around to having an episode on? Uh Honey Pop. Well, it's a two D platform. <laughs> <laughs> um Spanish Catholic. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Salt and Sanctuary. No. No. Um it's something like it's one word. It's like it's, it's not infamous, unforgiven. It's something like that. It's unwritten it's a, by Kelly Clarkson. Ah, that's what it was. Yeah. A freaking isn't it like the word for forgiveness and Catholicism or something like that? Redemption? I thought that was a thing. Well, I'm gonna get <laughs> Catholic. <laughs> This is <laughs> Souls Game 2D. We need a third person to just look up shit. We Blasphemous. need a, a Jamie. Blasphemous. So I literally I literally Googled Catholic Souls Game 2D and Blasphemous is right there. <laughs> but whereas Blasphemous is much more sprite style, this mm-hmm. is more like a Unity feel. Right. And I like the demo well enough, but not enough to like, oh, I'm going to get this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for uh, uh, for this game that we're talking about right now, Grime. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wait for a sale. I was like, you have Blasphemous. You played this before I yeah. did. I put like two hours into it. Um, but yeah, Grime I'm waiting on. We'll see. But it's, it's no Hollow Knight, you know. <clears throat> yeah, I very much appreciate faster platformers mm-hmm. whereas it's just if i beat an enemy i'm like well yeah because you just you hit once every second and it's just very slow type i don't know it just yeah it, it did not enthrall me yeah i like i like some of the mechanical ideas but you basically have to hit every single point as a platformer to really get me to pick it up or just be like freaking weird. Like I played carrion after being on the fence because it's technically a platformer. Um, and because it was freaking weird, but otherwise if you're more doing more traditional Metroidvania thing, it's gotta be the, it's gotta be the Trinity. Yeah. There was another Metroidvania that was teased or something, but it was very like old school Japanese art style. Mm hmm. And it looked Good. fucking cool. But at the same time, it's another Metroidvania that it, you have to hit the guy your side scrolled next to. You're yeah. hitting his health mm-hmm. bar. Watch out for his moves. And it's just I don't I don't want that. For whatever yeah. reason, it just looks fucking gorgeous. Love the mm-hmm. art design. Love the music. But I don't want to play it. No. No, basically. Um and yeah, I like 2D games, uh, 2D platformers, even less than you do. So <laughs> if if you're not picking a game up, basically I can use Dave as like my entry point filter for 2D platformers. Just like, Dave, have you heard of this or do you have any interest in this? And if Dave's like, no, it's like, all right, it's not worth my time. Oh, that's kind of sweet. Absolutely not worth my time. Um, we but, actually did play a game sorry, together recently. That's true. Uh, but we're not allowed to talk to that because of decency laws in the U.S. 
Just say grounded. I actually deleted this one because I was like, I don't know, maybe like we'll cover it someday. So I crossed it out in the notes. Maybe we can still like have an episode on it. Yeah, but that's true. What were your initial things? Because we there's a free weekend. Yeah, uh, we a checked weekend. out uh, the four of us ourselves, uh, Jenny and Ian, and mm-hmm. we've spent actually like five hours. Yeah, like a five hour block playing it. Yeah, it was uh, it was good. Um, it was really weird. I remember when this was announced, and it's like being developed by Obsidian. I'm like, those are the people that make like CRPGs and uh, like Outer Worlds and stuff like that. Why is Obsidian making a Cursed Runes, Horsemen of the Apocalypse, survival open world crafting, early access game? Um, and uh, they're actually doing a pretty good job with it so far, I think. Yeah, it's for anybody who's not aware, it's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids survival crafting. It's mm-hmm. like you're in a backyard. Uh, instead of like trees, you're cutting down. It's blades of grass. And then there's like mushrooms, bugs, uh, other things. Also, spiders are like a really big threat. Yeah, they're and really I big. have the arachnophobia <laughs> settings turned on to uh, I don't want to know it's a spider. Uh huh. When I actually launched the game initially, before I like we had a group together, I walked up to this thing that I saw like, oh, it kind of looks like sap, just a bigger uh-huh. thing of sap because it's just basically two orbs. Yeah. And I went up and like, oh, cool. And then I saw like a health bar. It's like orb weaver. I'm like, I know what weaver means. And I walked yeah. away. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah, they're they're kind of terrifying. Um. This is this is weird, but it is related. So it's not cool to kill kids in games. Uh, it used to be more popular, but it's it's gone out of favor, I would say. Um, ever since literally Fallout, which is the only game I can think of that actually had that. <laughs> uh, like Fallout 1 and 2, not anything after that. Um, but you play as kids in this game. And it does strike me that like you can literally be at kids fighting a giant spider and one of them runs off as everyone else is like brutally slain by this monstrosity. Um, it's very Stephen King in that way. Um, well, do you really doesn't care if kids die, 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 or do you get in capped? You die. Mm-hmm. There's like a corpse. <laughs> oh, I don't think it sticks around. Like it turns into a backpack pretty quick, but okay. there is like a, a ragdoll corpse to some extent. That's, that's it's not nice. like gruesome, right? It's not like blood or missing limbs, but it's still dead kids, which, you know. Usually I just get hit by like a beetle and then mm. I would just be there on my hands and knees like, it's so it's so hard to get up. Could somebody like give me a pat on the back? Oh, thank you. And like yeah. wait for them to res me. It's definitely an Obsidian game, though, because like the core of it hits so many points that I love. And I'm like, this is a great game. And then there's certain important things that are just broken. Like the ability to reliably revive people. <laughs> oh, that I was getting full. Like, I wish this game had a fucking hawk's hood. I was, I was getting uh-huh. upset. Yeah. Um, but overall, it does look it does look pretty good. It feels, in some ways, it feels like a better forest. Um, but it's still early access, and I mean, the forest isn't technically early access, but it still has some of those early access vibes. We'll see where it goes. I feel like the forest will never be clean. I'm still very much interested in the forest too because that trailer was, ooh, so nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will always say story that forest's strongest point will be the story, yeah, more so mm-hmm. than like the survival crafting stuff. I thought mm-hmm. it was good enough for that, but yeah. story is actually really engaging for me. This one's kind of they, they accomplish a little bit more. And again, we didn't play that long, and I don't want to go too far into it, but they mesh the exploration the survival crafting and like the base building through the research system mm-hmm. and like take, taking missions to complete things like um, seven days to die also did that right like traders could give you missions to go off and do things i realize it's literally radiant quests like from bethesda games i don't care it's reliable content it puts you out in the world things can happen well, yeah, that's you can get thing. resources it, it forces you outside of wherever you are yeah so mm-hmm. like instinct is always oh let's set up camp here Let's go grab resources, bring them back to camp. Yeah. Why, why do you ever leave camp resources? Yeah. What about something else? Uh, here you go. 
it kind of forces you to get out there. It also has elements of like verticality to it because you're really small, really shrunk. You can just stand on leaves and things you normally wouldn't be able to stand on in a video game, um, like blades of grass. <laughs> and you can like build vertical, like vertical structures. And it's just, it's got a lot of freedom to it that survival games with much more jank to them usually uh, uh, they don't have the same. They make more concessions, I would say, yeah. as far as like the presentation. I also just like verticality in games. I like that yeah. as an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, there's a bunch of ants and they're killing everybody. I'm standing on a rock. I am a god now until I started that, <laughs> you know. But they also, the creatures are like, they definitely use line of sight instead of proximity in some Thank cases. God to like diagro them. So if you're on a rock and you can kind of sneak back to the other side and like make it so the ant can't see you, it'll lose interest and wander off, you know, um, that's a way better implementation than you have to be 50 meters away from, which would have been like the entire, I mean, and things chase you. So that would be yeah. impossible mm-hmm. because until yeah. you get aphid shoes, you're slow as fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it does seem good. I do plan on picking it up later. I know some other friends of ours have picked it up and are playing it. Um, yeah, I think it'd be like a good group game. I think it's capped at four. It's four, unfortunately, because yeah. mm-hmm. I could definitely see having like a larger party. Yeah, but yeah, definitely do want to play some more when it's either more fully released or we're on sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so far I'm putting it. It's it's tentatively surrounded with like a dotted line. Um, around the tier of survival games that seven days landed in which is like the good survival games um but we'll see seven days is janky as shit it is it's also had a lot of fun stuff (laughs) yeah it it had as enough good stuff to to keep it rolling but speaking of four back for blood oh (laughs) four is the loneliest number (laughs) um so I was reading an article that was talking about the alpha and obviously we're interested in this. I think you actually have it pre-ordered. Well, no, no, no. Uh, I, somebody got <laughs> it for me as a gift because I got uh-huh. them something and they're like, fuck you. And they're just, I'm going to buy you a game that doesn't exist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but like, there's an interest for some of the people in like the Dota group to play it. Cause like, we also like some left for dead type things. Yeah. So, Technically, as as of today's recording, uh, it is actually there's an open beta that started mm-hmm. today. Gotcha. So probably going to try and play some with people tomorrow. Sweet. Since I currently have the game, I can do the beta stuff. Check it out. Get some early feels. Not provide feedback because I'm that person apparently, and mm-hmm. it should be good. Have you seen any of the trailers for like some of the characters or the enemies? I haven't seen the character trailers. I've seen a couple of the enemies. Um, the article I read talked more about like the systems mm-hmm. um, and some of the game modes. Like apparently it doesn't have a versus mode in the traditional sense of like working through a campaign like dead air or something like that. It's wave defense, um, which is interesting. I don't know how I feel about that as a top level reaction. You'll have to let us know your thoughts when you play it some. Um, but, uh, and then they have like a, a roguelite deck building sort of card system. As you go through the game, you can like equip different cards to modify your character and weapon attachments. And that was basically the gist of the article, but it's clear that they're trying to pull a little to the side of the left for dead formula. Instead of being the exact clone. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually like, I don't know how to feel about that. Certain things I think are freebies. Weapon attachments never, never, no one's ever going to be like, oh, weapon attachments. I hate that. But changing the versus structure, adding like roguelite cards. Um, they could have literally made Left 4 Dead like content. Oh, by the way, as we're mode. talking about it, I see people now launching it on Steam. That's hilarious. <laughs> They're definitely playing something right that's that's really funny but like um they could have just basically done a remastered more call of duty feel left for dead with a similar versus mode and i think it would have like pulled people in droves so i'm curious what these changes mean i mean yeah i think people are 
very thirsty for another Left 4 Dead type game because it's been so long since 2 came out. And obviously yeah. Valve's not going to be doing anything with it. Or anything. Yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> They're taking pre-orders for... You didn't like uh, Artifact? Here's our new Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see if it comes out. <laughs> they're, they're just going to take all the pre-orders and never ship. Uh, you can get this at TI-10. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. A lot of these are just like inside jokes if you like play Dota and nothing else. Um, yeah. It's a life cycle. It's a lifestyle. But yeah, I'm I'm curious to see where it goes. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um I think I will just enjoy doing something like that again because I like a group shooter that's yeah. not Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Overwatch is a social game for me. I I don't get like a lot of like, oh, that was fun out of it. It's like yeah. one out of every ten. I'm like, do you see that one cool thing? Nice. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I'm just like doing stuff. Yeah. But poker game night. Yeah. Nobody likes playing poker. I hate poker. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Tuesday. Yeah. You no, know, it does look it does look good. Um it's made by Turtle Rock Studios, so the same people who made Left 4 Dead 2, they also made Evolve. Um which we've talked about and I wish it was slightly better or slightly more successful, one of the two. <laughs> um and is gone now. Doesn't exist. So this is probably their, if it does well, it's basically their redemption story as far as viability, I think, as a company. And if it doesn't do well, I wouldn't be surprised if they closed, um, given how poorly Evolve fared. But we will see. I don't know. I feel like it's enough in the right lane that it will do well. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think a lot <laughs> of the other like changes that you're kind of like hesitant about are just knee jerk because i have the i have them as well i very yeah. much want the same thing that i've enjoyed previously mm-hmm. um but usually people don't know what they want so i'm sure i'll like play it and be like okay pyre and myth aren't so bad type thing <laughs> um you've never actually said that <laughs> this is clearly this is how i know you're operating on a hypothetical space <laughs> yeah you, you know i'm just taking the piss um but yeah it it should still be good I like the customization aspect. Yeah. It's like, which person are you? It doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Do you want different voice lines? There you go. Whereas each of the characters have like different base stats and passes to help the team. Right. So maybe you need somebody who like has more ammo for everybody. Or everybody moves quicker or just small things like that. It's, it's like to... a little, it's a pinch of borderlands in your left for yeah. dead almost. It's just the customization adds for more options for builds for yourself individually and your team right and that's mm-hmm. always fun for sure yeah i don't mean to necessarily be negative uh i'm just that was my clickbait statement there's changes it's not left for dead three uh oh no i, don't, I didn't take it as like, <laughs> like this looks bad i guess we'll see it's yeah. more of just like you were giving but you should have that generates good content right that's the key just you be, said like, antagonistic. what <laughs> yeah <laughs> backed for blood is my son <laughs> Yeah. And now I'm back for blood. <laughs> back for blood. Uh, we have a couple more things that I, I do want to actually talk about. A lot of this I feel like is skippable um, or mentionable in the short. Diablo Immortal got delayed till 2022. Haha, <laughs> suck it. Yeah, basically, right? Um, shouldn't surprise anybody. We were talking about like the whole controversy that's going on since then. People have quit. Twitter accounts have been deleted. Um, it's all in full swing. Hearthstone had a major expansion that came out, and they specifically were like, we're not going to have a celebration for it because it's not the right time. And man, that's got to suck to be on the product team for Hearthstone. Team 5 is the team that works on Hearthstone, where it's just like, all right, we're like working overtime, putting time in this, get it all ready, and there's not going to be any sort of reveal stream or anything. There's not going to be any hype because there's no way we could make it good, right? We couldn't contextualize it. Um, but yeah, it's... that's the company, you know, when that's the society you live in. And yeah, Diablo Immortal can be delayed until uh, 2022, 22, and I wouldn't care. So no, Nobody wants that game. <laughs> yeah, Literally nobody asked for it. Yeah, um, there is an Outer Wilds expansion, which I haven't even watched a trailer for, but 
I should probably put my time off in for this is Outer Wilds, not Worlds. So this is the exploration game. I'm very excited for that. I've, I love this. I've heard rave reviews from a number of people. Mm-hmm. I would say friends, a number of friends on Discord. <laughs> um, <laughs> they could be both. <laughs> kind of just people to me. Um, I still Human haven't flesh. checked it out. I know uh-huh. it's a. I'm not going to spoil what it is. We also already had like an episode on it. Um, mm-hmm. If you're interested, check it out. Yeah, exactly. If you like exploration games, give it a look-see. It's going to be one of those things where if it's on sale or somebody mm-hmm. that gets it for me like a year from now, it'll be like a Saturday morning. I'll have some coffee, see nobody's online, be like, do I have anything to do? Maybe run some errands later. What should I? Oh, I'll check this out. Yeah. And then I'll like sit down for a couple hours and probably enjoy it. Yeah. It's definitely a headspace game. If you're trying to rush through a game because you just had a limited amount of time or something like that, don't play an exploration game. You're never going to have a good time in that circumstance. It's like trying to rush through Subnautica, right? Um, it's going to be it's going to be a rough time, and you probably won't have that much fun. Um, but I actually have a segue off this one to the next news item. Dave's like, "There's five minutes left. There's, we can not cover so many <laughs> of these items." I'm like, "I'm going to cover them all anyways." Um, so Outer Wilds initially came out on Epic Game Store as an exclusive before coming out to Steam. Um, and I read on PC Gamer, where I get all my news, that um, apparently uh, we knew Epic spent a lot of money to get these exclusive rights for games. Um, but uh, because there's like a court settlement going on right now, a lot of documents have to be made public. And people are pouring over the documents and making connections. And apparently they've like only a tiny portion of their exclusives have ever made money. And the only one they could note was satisfactory. Everything else cost them a money, cost them a money, cost them money, including one that was like, um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but they had a 2% return uh, over the cost of the exclusivity deal. And it's just the funny thing about all of this is they don't even care because they only want market share. They're like, we will literally throw hundreds of millions of dollars at exclusives and free games and stuff like that to try to get people off Steam. I don't think people are going to get off Steam. No, no probably not. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to have Steam if you are a PC gamer and that's your main thing. And then mm-hmm. kind of like dip my toe in the water of like, I guess Origin has a free piece of shit or EA does yeah. or Epic. And you'll kind of just branch out as needed. Mm-hmm. Microsoft fucking account. And then you just push, push past that hurdle once. But they're not like, oh, this is my main place to go. Right. No. it's <laughs> Reach out to me on my Epic Game Store friends chat. No. <laughs> no one's going to do that. I don't even really talk to people on Steam anymore. Like communication happens on Discord, but yeah. Um, I'll only message people on Steam if I see that like they're actively playing a game cuz I'm like, "Oh, they'll get the message versus Right. The overlay is way better if they're already in Steam, right? Yeah. Um it's kind of funny though cuz this this kind of I think this is almost going to have a effect on the industry. Well, obviously it will, but like you could go look for, I'm sure on eBay, like an Epic game store account that's like $20 and it'll have all of the exclusive, like all of the free releases um, attributed to it. And it's going to be like a crazy number of AAA games at this point. Like those games have their market value completely reduced because Epic is just spending all of this money to provide them for free. And it's crazy. If you're a gamer looking to benefit, uh, go to Epic, check out the free games thing like once yeah. a week and just get free stuff. And just there you go. Never associate your actual payment details and you're basically, you can still get tons of games. Um, and the last one that I wanted to talk about that's on this list is uh, Tencent and some other companies associated with China. Um had a pretty significant stock stock drop. It was like 12%. We don't usually talk about stocks, but these are gaming companies. Um, I don't even care that their stock fell a little bit. They are made of money. 
and they back everything, including Epic. Um, but the reason that the stock fell is because the government and state media um, has been talking about the uh, negative effects of video games, how it's bad for young people. Um, President Xi specifically ca- called this, I'm going to use the, the rare actual quote, uh, a problem that needs to be solved. That's how he referred to gaming. Um, so what, Tencent what a res- bold take for somebody to have. This is right. a problem that needs to be solved. Parentheses, not by me. Uh. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's the Chinese government, so they tend to just actually take whatever steps they think will be necessary to solve the problem. Um, and so in response, Tencent uh, promised to limit playtimes for minors uh, to one hour per weekday for their uh, gaming accounts or two hours if it's a holiday and they're considering banning games for children under 12 completely. How do they know that when it's like somebody signs up? So they have to have, so everybody in China has a state ID that is basically their GUID, their unique identifier. Oh. And it's stronger than social security. Um, their identity is literally tied to this. And this includes, you know, kids. So, um, if they want to make an account to play a 10 cent game, they have to associate it with their state ID. And that's how they keep track of people. But God damn. Yeah. Cause I, I had like a similar response. I was like, the reason this was interesting to me was like, wait, they already limit the amount of playtime kids have. Like that would be crazy in the U S right. Um, well, as like a government mandated thing. Yes. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like we just think of it as I mean, obviously, like we grew up playing games, but I'm sure your parents were like, hey, um, after you do sh- like setting boundaries, basically. Yeah. Eat, <laughs> <laughs> please. <laughs> just emaciated. I'm, I'm like the, the pygmy from Dark Souls 3. I'm just crawling at <laughs> the dinner table. <laughs> but yeah, it's this is the first I've heard of that. Yeah, but I don't think it's like the worst idea to overall like limit kids gameplay and it's government mandate. Okay, sure. Like you'll find something else to do as a hobby. Um, right. But yeah, it's feels very uncommon for that to happen mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. It's China's kind of crazy. It, it's crazy compared, like from our perspective, the way that they apply rules and regulations, like they outlawed um, distance learning uh, that cost money. They just outlawed it entirely. You can't like pay schools money for remote learning um, and just wiped out the industry instantly overnight. Like all of those jobs lost. Anybody working for a company that did distance learning lost. Um, And they could potentially do something like that to some extent with video games because they have that kind of pull, you know. Kind of kind of sus. You ask me. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And these are the companies, you know, that US companies, you know, bend over backwards to get funding from. So I don't know. There can be ripples, there can be implications. That's 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 the life of the video game political landscape. <laughs> yeah. Anything any final any final thoughts, words? I was gonna say like um Confucius quotes, and then I was like, "Is that racist?" That's not racist. It's not racist to bring up Confucius after talking about China. No, it's just a lot of the Confucius quotes you were in high school were probably racist because they weren't actually Confucius. <laughs> that's quotes. true. <laughs> that, that one is true. That is correct. Yeah, actually, yeah. every one of that's jumped in my mind is uh, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Uh, do you have any non-Confucius quotes, words of wisdom for our listeners? Advice, horoscope. Um, no, uh, pretty much same as always. Love yourself. Don't be a shit to mm-hmm. other people. Um, I hope I can see you that's, soon. That sounds good. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll second that. Love yourselves, or if you love us, uh, you can send feedback or episode ideas into Soapstone at soapstonepodcast at gmail dot com, or you can join the discussion on Facebook. Our page is the only page that has. Um, I was going to say self-love, but that doesn't actually sound good. Uh, A loving community. We'll go with that. Um, So uh, no politics, obviously. We just keep that out. 
um, at facebook.com slash soapstone podcast. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night.